This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm JR. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love to everybody listening from coast to coast. All my friends listening on our many CBS Sports Radio affiliates. People tuned in on the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. I'm going to be here with you for the next three hours. I'm hanging out with my main man, super producer and host, Dave Shepard. But we're here with you. There's no show without every single one of you all. And here's the deal. Super Bowl was last night. About 24 hours ago, we saw the Kansas City Chiefs win their second Super Bowl in four damn years. We saw Patrick Mahomes continue to build up his resume just as a legend. We saw the Eagles lose. We saw Jalen Hurts prove once again, even in a loss, that He ain't no backup. He ain't no scrub. What else is there for him to prove besides just still running around and being consistent? Can't take none of that away from this man. And so as we hang out here for the next three hours, there's a lot that we're going to talk about. By the way, thank you to everyone who tuned in to the first hour of the show. If you missed it, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We're going to get into the holding call, I know. Heard about it all damn day. I'm going to tell you what I think about it. We're going to definitely talk about Rihanna, her halftime performance. That also included her unborn child. We're going to talk about Andy Reid, which we've done a little bit already. We'll talk about Jalen Hurts, and we'll we'll get there. There's just a lot to do. I'm glad we had a good Super Bowl game. I'm glad it didn't put me to sleep. I'm glad it was close. I'm glad it was entertaining. We know that there was... I'm not going to say no way, but Patrick Mahomes gets the football and you can't discount what he's able to go out there and do. And we saw that firsthand. If you want to talk to us, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, we received the call in. And thank you, much love to uh, Sanjay for calling us. And hey, also a, a big shout outs to my main man. I saw him outside in the in the street today. Uh, D Will hit me up. He was riding his bike through through Atlanta. What's up, D Will? Just riding his bike. 
he had on his Patrick Mahomes jersey, and he I guess he wanted to be uh, politely antagonizing uh, to anybody. But D. Will is a great guy. Much love seeing you, you know, outside D. Will. But I was asked right before the break by Sanjay. He's like, hey, JR. I'm like, yeah. It's like if Jalen Hurts and the Eagles would have won the game, do you believe that Jalen Hurts would have walked away with the MVP? And I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Jalen Hurts was pretty dominant until the Eagles defense just fell asleep and, and played patty cake in the second half of the game. I mean, Jalen Hurts was out there throwing bombs. He rushed for 70 yards. He rushed for three touchdowns. He was helping to convert third and fourth downs with sneaks. We haven't seen three touchdowns rushing uh, from anybody since Terrell Davis like 20 years ago. So, yes, Hurts was on his way to an MVP if they won. But who cares about if? It didn't happen. We know that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's going to be very interesting, you know, what the Eagles do heading into their future. This is a damn good team. They have a damn good quarterback. Before I get to the quote-unquote ancillary pieces, Jalen Hurts is, is awesome. He spoke after the game, and he said, yeah, taking this out, this is going to motivate me to do better. We lost. We came in to win. Came up short. So, you know, it's um, it's something that I know that'll motivate me. Um, I've been here before. That's the beautiful thing about it. So, I figure it out. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been benched. We've heard this before. Benched in a national championship, having to transfer. This guy, this guy has lost. He's had to, quote-unquote, overcome things to, to even get to this point. And who knows if, if he'll ever be back in a Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes certainly took time after the game. And Sanjay, would he have been MVP? Just listen to how Patrick Mahomes talked about Jalen Hurts after the game. Yeah, I mean, if there was any doubters left, there, there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win, I mean, that was a special performance. That I, I, don't want to get lo- I don't want it to get lost in, the, in the, the loss that they had. I mean, even in, whenever we got all the momentum in that game and, and we went up eight points in the fourth quarter for him to respond and move his team right down the football field and run it in himself for the two-point conversion, it was a special performance by him, man. And, uh, I mean, it, you make sure you appreciate that when you look back on this game. Yeah. Very much so. You got to show that man some love. Jalen Hurts says the loss will motivate him. Patrick Mahomes is out there showing him love. And Jalen Hurts is, he's amazing. Now what happens with the Eagles moving on into the future? Oh, man. That's, that's where things get tricky. If you think about who's going to be a free agent on this team, tons of folks. How about we start off on the offensive line where you have just Jason Kelsey. He's going to be a free agent. Ain't no guarantee he's going to return. You got a veteran, Fletcher Cox. You got Brandon Graham. This man has battled injuries for the past few seasons to come back and and be a world-class wrecking machine out there. Uh, 
You got uh, Javon Hargrave. You got C.J. Gardner-Johnson who came over from the Saints. Robert Quinn, some of the veterans that they brought in. Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue. Like the team is going to be different. Is the offensive line going to be as strong? Lamar Jackson won an MVP behind a strong offensive line. And then we've seen the deterioration of that offensive line over the past several years. And now we we haven't seen we haven't seen Lamar Jackson finish a season healthy in the past three years. I hope that's not the case here for Jalen Hurts. And then how about this man being a free agent? James Bradbury. Yeah, this game was going on down to the wire. This game looked like, man, we're going to see the Chiefs try and score. Uh, we'll see the Eagles get the football back. And that that never took place. We were tied 35-all. Kansas City Chiefs looked like they had an incomplete, un- incomplete pass, looked like they were going to have to go out there and kick the ball. And then James Bradbury was called for a hold. Third and eight. Here we go. First down. Kansas City Chiefs milk the hell out of the clock. And then they kick the ball to win. This game was exciting as hell. But like all the air was sucked out at the end of the game after that holding call, after the penalty, that pretty much just just gave the Chiefs, gave them a chance to just slow things down, kick, and that's all she wrote. I was hoping for an exciting comeback where maybe the Eagles could get their hands on the rock. Maybe the Eagles would get a legitimate chance. There wasn't enough time on the clock when they got the ball. Just Jalen Hurts throwing a ball downfield that absolutely did nothing. And that was all she wrote. And obviously, there was a lot of debate all day long. I heard it everywhere. Shout-outs to everybody on WIP in Philadelphia. Shout-outs to all my folks here in Atlanta listening on 92.9 The Game. Uh, Shout-outs to everybody in Kansas City. Everyone had an opinion about this hold. It was a hold, folks. It was. Can, can, can we at least put that to bed? He held him. He grabbed his jersey. It was a hold. The proper debate, if you want to have one, is whether or not the referees should have actually called it. They ain't called nothing all game. It was nice. We actually saw a smooth football game. Most of the penalties that we saw took place on the offensive line. Guys are jumping too early. They're crossing the line. Okay, fine. But a holding penalty at the end, would I have liked to have seen it at the end? Hell no. It'd be nice if the referee did not blow the whistle. I don't think there was a hard enough reason for him to do so, but he did. I ain't going to bitch about that. If you're mad at the end result of the game, blame the Eagles' defense. Because James Bradbury, who had to play defense all damn game, he was asked about that holding penalty at the end of the game. Did he hold Juju Smith-Schuster? I'm sure by now you heard the answer. If you did not, take a listen to this post game. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was it was a hold. 
so they called it. Yeah, it was a hold. He called it. What are, what are we debating about? I mean, you can look at, at photographic evidence if it's too fast for you in video form. He held him. The man who did it said it happened. It took place. You can look at it with your own two eyes. He grabbed him. Was it egregious? No. Was it outrageous? No. Was it a hold? Yes. It would have been nice if the referee just choked on the whistle, held it. But he didn't. The world moves on. Everybody's screaming at the top of their damn lungs about how the referee, you know, ruined the Super Bowl. The referee cost the Eagles a chance out of Super Bowl. The call ruined it. Man, get over it. Got the same damn people yelling the same thing every game. It's going to happen. And they're going to play more close attention if it's not the case. If this did not happen and he didn't call it, there'd be a million people screaming on the other side. Why didn't he call the hold? So how about in these cases? The referee is damned if he does. The referee is damned if he don't. If you want to blame anybody for this loss, go ahead and blame the Eagles defense. They wasn't out there kicking Patrick Mahomes behind at the end of the game. They were pretty much, it looked like, trying to quote-unquote hold on. Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, he started off the night by crying during the Star-Spangled Banner, let those tears flow, and then at the end of the game after the loss, a little bit more solemn being asked about that late holding call. Listen. You'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of, of, of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, um, you know, scenarios. Um, and so, you know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so that's never it. I, I know it always appears to be that, you know, it's one call that makes the it's not it's not what it is. Right. It, it's not what it is. There's there, there's so many plays that contribute to the, the end result of the game. And, in, and today they were better than we were. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody always looking for a damn excuse. What about the defense? We know that Patrick Mahomes was running around on a bum ankle, a bum leg for three weeks. You know how many times Patrick Mahomes was sacked? Do you know how many times Patrick Mahomes was sacked last night? Shep, do you know how many times Patrick Mahomes was sacked? Uh, it's as many times as you and I were sacked last night, JR. Zero. This man was not sacked one time for a defensive line that destroyed everybody all season long. And it has nothing to do with their opposition. You know, people, oh, well, who did the Eagles beat? Who did they beat? Man, it's not easy to go out there and get 70 to 80 sacks in a season. Not at all. I don't care who the hell you playing. There is still some type of resistance. These are still some of the best defenders in the league. The Eagles have the best or had the best collection of talent up and down their roster in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes wasn't sacked one time. The Philadelphia Eagles... Man, they had the Chiefs in a stranglehold the first half. Had them in a stranglehold. Didn't let the Chiefs get their hands on the football. They, they exerted their will on them just, just because they wanted to. 
being able to have the football in the first half, a ridiculous 22 minutes to eight, did a whole hell of a lot to stop the Chiefs from scoring. At one point, I think they said, oh, my God, it's been, what, 30-something-odd minutes since the Chiefs even had the football, not able to get into a rhythm. And, yeah, what does it matter when the Chiefs get the ball if you're just scoring at will? But it's another thing. When the other team is scoring and killing the clock, amazing strategy, amazing execution. But the tide turned in the second half. The Chiefs just picked them apart, man. You got a first-year dude in in Pacheco doing what he wants to do. You got a wide receiver in the game. You got two wide receivers. Sky Moore did not catch a touchdown pass all season long. Sky Moore just got to the damn NFL. He scored his first touchdown in the Super Bowl. Good for him. Kadarius Toney. Had that big punt, the longest punt return in NFL Super Bowl history, 65 yards. Kadarius Toney was a reject from the New York Giants who wanted nothing to do with this guy and his personality. The Eagles were just kind of hanging back. And no, they, they haven't necessarily been aggressive all year long. They have a strong front line. Why send extra defenders? Man, these Eagles were just chilling, letting everybody catch the ball. Yeah, Travis Kelsey is one of the best in the damn game. But every time they got a score, if you want to blame anybody, if you want to look at a reason that the Eagles lost, look at the defense. Look at what took place in the second half where the Chiefs, scored every single time. That's ridiculous. Fell asleep at the wheel. Blame Gannon. Blame their defensive coordinator. Who knows? Maybe he's going to go get a job elsewhere. Maybe he, maybe he'll be the, uh, the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. I have no idea. Patrick Mahomes wasn't sacked once. We saw him limping around. At the end of the first half, they might have given this guy a Toradol. I don't know what they did, but he came out. And damn it, he had a 26-yard rush at the end of the game to help set up the field goal. I'm like, damn, nobody's going to blast Patrick Mahomes? Is he running around in an invisible bubble? Hassan Reddick, the man who destroyed Brock Purdy, Knocked him out of the game early on, and there was no contest after that. Hassan Reddick talked about just the Eagles' pass rush and the Chiefs, and he did an excellent job. This is what Hassan Reddick had to say. Uh, they had a good game plan, a lot of chipping and stuff like that. Trying to, you know, for the most part, getting the ball out fast, you know. Uh, game plan worked. That's a credit to them. Yeah. Can't hit Patrick Mahomes if – And Greg Olson did an excellent job talking about this, and so did Kevin Burkhart. But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, man, that ball gets snapped. He's trying to throw it. You know, trying to run around. You got to give credit to the team with the experience. You got to give credit to the team with the star quarterback. We knew that was going to be a factor, and it certainly came to life here at the end of the game. 
because the Chiefs are your Super Bowl 57 champs. And the Eagles go home. Hurts isn't going anywhere. But I named to you a lot of free agents on that team. Center Jason Kelsey. Legends, veterans, uh, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Hargrave. And then the man who committed the holding penalty, that was a holding penalty, is James Bradbury. We don't know when the Eagles are swinging back, but we know the Chiefs, they ain't going no damn where. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'll get to your calls. And then I want to talk to you about the future of someone else. It's Rihanna. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, uh, JR. Thanks for having me on. Uh, first time caller. You got a great show. I really uh, like your show. You're really patient, and I think you're really objective. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Eagles got called for a hold to end the game yesterday. They get a first down. They get an opportunity to just run the clock. They kick a field goal. They give the the Eagles the ball back, and that's pretty much all she wrote. The Eagles had time to, you know, look at the clock and watch it disappear. And the Kansas City Chiefs, they won their second Super Bowl in four years. And I think the biggest issue, the largest issue for the Philadelphia Eagles was the defense, the strength of the team, the dominance of the team. They didn't they didn't sack Patrick Mahomes one time. And then They found out who Patrick Mahomes is in the second half of the game as he torched them for a score on every possession, and they ain't laying a finger on him. Not one. You heard Hassan Reddick right before the break. He said, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he snapped that football, and then he got rid of it, and we ain't hit him. Completing everything. Yeah, he's one of the greatest. He's one of the best. He's one of the most accomplished quarterbacks that we've seen already, and he's only 27 years old. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and uh, talk to Noah calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how are you doing? I'm excellent. What's up? All right, so I got two think real quick things. I think that the big fat zero on that column, as you said, for the sack total for the Eagles was a huge factor. And number two, the holding call. Put it aside. Should have been called, whether it should have been called or not. I was at a Super Bowl party. And, um, you know, the ref making that call, I wanted to see the Chiefs kick a field goal, um, you know, and uh, see the Eagles try to drive back down. Now, I wasn't going for anybody specifically as I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, hopefully get the Lamar contract done. But that's besides the point, right? I was not going for any specific shot. I wanted a good game. And as you said, it sucked the life out of the party. I knew exactly, we all knew exactly what was going to happen after that. We knew the Chiefs were going to run it out, and that was the end. I just would have liked to see a lot more exciting things. 
No, absolutely no. I'm in the same boat with you. The ending sucked, unless you're a Chiefs fan. Like, the end of the game sucked. It would have been great. It would have been great to see the Eagles get a chance for all the conversations that we had last playoffs. AFC championship game this and Buffalo Bills that and Chiefs this. And, and man, if they were going to the AFC and that was a divisional game, it's like, oh, man, well, in overtime, both teams should get the ball. And then they changed the rules for both teams to get the ball in the postseason. And, yeah, they ain't going to change this rule. But it was just boring at the end. It's just like, oh, yeah, we all know what's going to happen. Let's just all watch the clock disappear and watch the Eagles not get a chance to do nothing. It would have been great. It would have been fun. What the Kansas City Chiefs did was all within the rules. Can't blame them. Can't knock them. It was great strategy. Uh, even running towards the end zone, Jarek McKinnon, he was looking at the end zone, and he dove and took a knee to continue running out the clock. Smart strategy. Beautiful strategy. Boring to watch at home. I want to see everybody just go back and forth. So that part absolutely sucked. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jeff is here from Alaska. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, sir. Hey, thanks for what you do. A couple things. The time of possession, I think, is a little overrated in this game. Because, you know, there's those two possessions where the Eagles had the ball, maybe six, seven minutes, fumble. Chiefs score a touchdown. The Eagles get the ball another six or seven minutes. So there's 12, 13 minutes of possession when the Chiefs were never even on the field. Um, It's not like the Chiefs were doing three and out in less than a minute type thing. Um, well, I would say the argument. I, I, I would ahead. I would say on the opposite. If you look at the first half, they weren't able to score because they weren't on the field. It was an excellent strategy. It would have been an excellent strategy if they were able to carry it on into the second half. They would have suffocated them. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say you can't have the ball. You can't have a seventeen play drive for however long it was, eight ten minutes, and only score three points. Yeah, it's, you got it's, to score more than a field goal yeah, on a seventeen-play drive. It's it's demoralizing. It's absolutely demoralizing, and it'll it'll change your thought process, and it'll change how aggressive you are. Are you gonna go for two? Are you gonna go for a fourth down? If you have a feeling that you're not gonna get the ball back, man, you put your foot on somebody's neck, and they're over here trying to breathe. Man, it's it's a tough go. Tony's calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jerry, how you doing, man? It's Tony from Maryland. How you doing? Uh, the Chiefs the Chief won because the main fact is they got outcoached and also highly the league in sacks, and all of a sudden you came sack in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. And just face to face, Andy Reid's a great coach. That's all I wanted to say, JR. Okay. Thank you, Tony, for calling from Maryland. Absolutely. He is a great coach. Oh, Bradley Beal sprained his ankle. What a guy. 855-212-4CBS. Joe is calling from North Carolina. Hi. Yeah, I've, ever, I've been a uh, uh, great show. I love your show. I uh, have been watching Patrick Mahomes, and I think in the beginning he was uh, he does incredible things. He does the fantastic when he's scrambling. And the, the way they tried to stop him 
And, and a lot of running quarterbacks will say, okay, when he scrambles, he's dangerous. Let's keep him in the pocket. But now Mahomes has improved that part of his game, and he's just as dangerous in the pocket as he is scrambling and throwing the ball. So I, I, that's scary for the rest of the NFL that he is now – he's done what many other scrambling quarterbacks have, were not able to do, that is to become a great pocket passer in addition to being a great scrambling passer. So that, oh, that's I- all I had to say. Well, thank you, Joe. Absolutely. He's dangerous from every and any place on that field. Jason's calling from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Jason? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call, man. Um, Sure. One thing real quick, man. Just just, I got an issue with Ryan Clark today. And when we start putting Mahomes, I'm not not a hater. He's he's unbelievable quarterback. But – in today's rules, if, if that's a hold last night, and, and it is, it's a hold under today's rules, it's a, it's a hold. Um, Dan Marino would have thrown for probably 90,000 yards, and I don't know that he would have been stoppable. So it, 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 it's, I hate being hypothetical about that, but it's just such a different game now. When I, when I look back on corners that played like Lester Hayes and, and guys that – even played in the eighties. I, I, I'm. It, it's just you can't breathe on a receiver now, and it it it, it takes away from what Montana, Elway, Marino, Warren Moon, those guys. Who knows what they would do in today's game? And well, it, it it the thing is, Marino. They said, well, he's not mobile. You know, if if you look it up, I, I'm pretty sure he still holds his stat. I think he's the least that quarterback of all time and due to his quick release. So even, even with, with, with not being mobile and, and having yesterday's rules, his completion percentage for his career was 60%. It's, it's, we're comparing apples to oranges almost. Now I know they play the position, well, well, but well, 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 go, well, go ahead. Yeah, you are. And I understand your point about not being hypothetical, but you are. These are some facts. You are correct. Dan Marino was putting up Patrick Mahomes-esque numbers on that year they went to the, the Super Bowl and lost. lost. And we know this, and this is applicable to just about any sport. We know that the offense is pretty much opened up everywhere. There's less of an emphasis on defense. And so, sure, we could play the what-if game with Dan Marino in many regards, in many respects? What if Dan Marino wasn't just throwing the ball to quote-unquote two marks? What if Dan Marino had a defense? What if this, what if that? We can say the same thing in this current era for someone like Peyton Manning, who did walk away with two Super Bowls. Who knows? In a few years, we might be able to say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. And so we can't control situations. Uh, And Dan Marino is certainly regarded as as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. But when it comes to... I'm sorry. When it comes to accomplishments and achievements, that's what a lot of dudes are just flat judged on. Is it fair? Probably not. But I don't think anybody is omitting or is losing or is forgetting about Dan Marino. Not at all. But it comes down to the jury. That's it. What you got in that trophy case? Right, wrong, fair? That's what it is. Dan Marino is probably one of the few exceptions that when you do talk about greatest of this or greatest of that, 
it's always mentioned that Dan Marino was great. He don't have the hardware, though. And it's not just his fault. He can't do nothing about that. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot more to get to. We got more people on the lines. I want to get to Rihanna. I want to talk about rings and championships. That's something that Mahomes does have. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Your show is informative and thought-provoking, and I love that about it. I listen every chance I get, man. Keep it up. It's one of the best shows anywhere. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Plenty of things to laugh and, and have fun about. Phone lines are jumping all over the place. We didn't even talk about pregnant Rihanna and her, her halftime show. We'll get there. I think 100 and how many people saw that? 118 million people. More people watched Rihanna at halftime than did anyone watch the actual game, which was the third most uh, watched television show of all time. And when I say show, the other two happen to be uh, football games. Seahawks and Patriots hold the record in 2015, 114 million viewers. Uh, the Patriots and Falcons, that comeback game, saw it all my friends here in Atlanta. That had 113 viewers. We had 113 preliminary viewers last night, putting it at the third most watched television event ever. And Rihanna, 118 million. You know, why not throw in an extra five mil just to check in with Rihanna? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. My main man, Sully. He's on the road. Hey, Sully, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up with you, my man? JR, my guy. How we doing, brother? It's been a long time, like three days long time, right? Four Bro, days. That's, we, we can't do this anymore. Three days is way too long. It was so good to see you and hang with you and get in some good talks. Really appreciate my time when I get to hang with you, JR. No, likewise. I won't see you again until what the uh, the draft, probably, possibly. Not yeah. I don't NFL know if draft. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna make it to Kansas City. Oh, it's gonna you... be playoff time for hockey. You know, I'm a big hockey fan, so I think I right. might save my my trip. There's only so many trips I could take during the year, so that's still it's seventy five twenty five that I will be going to watch playoff hockey instead of the draft. But if I do, I know what booth I can find you at. Yeah, I'll be hanging around at the, the CBS table. Uh, how did you enjoy the game, Sully? You know, it's funny that you said I enjoyed it very much. And look, yeah, the easy topic to go after was that call, which, whatever, it's a referee. He saw what he he saw. But you guys were touching on it, especially you. How come no one's really bringing up special teams? That punt was horrible. Where the 65 yards. Oh, my God, they couldn't trap Tony. Nothing. It was weird because when he kicked it, I'm like, that didn't look normal because he didn't follow through. He did like a little hop. And then, you know, special – look, I'm from Boston. I know, I know you know this, but I think the audience can pick up the accent. There are three parts of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. And Bill Belichick 
is just a huge special teams guy. And then the last two games for the Chiefs have been special teams. That's what's helped propel the wins. And look, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. I love that you just went through the, the three top watch Super Bowls. Two of them were Brady's and then Mahomes. And I really think, as much as I hate to say it, Mahomes is on path to be – look, I don't know if anyone's ever going to get seven, but it's going to be fun to watch to see if he can keep doing what he's doing and, and the Chiefs can keep Andy Reid around and build the team and keep the team. They've drafted very, very well. And also, you touched on a thing. I'm 49. I forgot how many bangers Rihanna had. Oh, my it God. It was just bang hit after hit after hit. After yeah. So, well, I don't you know, know, man. I just It was a great game to watch. Yeah. Yes, no, it like was, you it, it was a great game. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't crap. And then uh, Rihanna just, you had to go, oh, yeah, Rihanna did that. Oh, yeah, that was Rihanna. Oh, yeah, that was Rihanna. But, Constant. you know, and, and that, 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 that brings me to, to this, Sully. We had this conversation last week, not you and I, but had this on air when LeBron James broke the record. There's so many things that went on last week. And it's, it's understanding that greatness comes in different ways. No yep. one is going to have the exact same career as the nope. last guy. Bill nope. Russell did not have the career of Michael nope. Jordan. Michael nope. Jordan didn't have the career of Magic. And even if you look at it in football way, in football terms, Montana didn't have Brady's career. You know, yep. Mahomes is building his own resume. He may not get to seven. But how do we know Mahomes doesn't go on a stretch of, I don't know, just saying, hey, guys, here here are five and six and seven MVPs. We don't know. So it's great to see these stories play out. JR, how, listen to all those things you just rambled off. How lucky we are to be at our age at this time in the sports world. Me, I'm a little bit older than you, so I got to watch all of Jordan go through everything. Now, all of LeBron. And, yeah, I don't like LeBron, but I'm going to miss him when he's not playing anymore. Same thing. I had a lot of love and respect for Kobe, but I missed him when he didn't. The hatred and the anger towards the Lakers, I don't have it towards LeBron. I had the hatred when Kobe was there. I mean, he used to destroy everybody. We're seeing all these these athletes start and then grow in front of our eyes, win championships, keep winning championships, and then still perform when they're older. I mean, 35, 39, 45. I mean, that's not old, but I'm just lucky and grateful that I'm old enough to remember everything that you just rambled off, except Bill Russell. wasn't around yet for Bill Russell. Yeah, one size size does, does not fit all. We got to appreciate greatness when it's in front of us. It's an easy thing for content sake, TV, radio, online, this guy versus this guy and that guy. Look, we're going to be here. I don't know if I'm going to be. I don't plan on being around. But we're going to be here another 100 years from now, and we're going to have two and three more, maybe four more generations of individuals who are quote-unquote great. And they're going to look in the record books, and they're going to go, oh, well, this guy would have wiped the floor with that dude. And that's the way it should be. Because time yeah. moves on. It moves forward. That's just what it is. Buddy, I just wanted to make sure I called, send you some extra positivity. I love you, buddy. It was so great to hang with you and keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm very proud of you. Much love, Sully. I'll catch you soon, man. Be well, be smooth, okay? Later, bud. No doubt about it. Thank you, my main man, Sully. Uh, calling up. Yeah, holding it down. He's going to be getting ready for that hockey. Yeah, we got we to gotta appreciate greatness. And I'm glad Sully 
you know, he brought up Rihanna, and there are a lot of folks who weren't happy with Rihanna's performance. And look, I, I get it. You're not supposed to look at a woman and go, what's that belly about? You're not supposed to. But it was obvious this lady was pregnant. I know she just had a baby like last year, and now she's pregnant again. Good for her. But from the minute that you looked at her stomach and then you looked at her performance and how she was moving and how she was not moving, it was easy to go. This woman is performing pregnant. And as Sully just said, man, hit after hit after hit. Rihanna has, has been around so long. Is I think she said afterwards in trying to put together her set, oh, 17, 17 years of music. It's how long she's been out. Yeah, 17 years. See, because she's still in her, got to be in her early to mid-30s right now. I think she's born she in started off so she's as 34. A, say again, Shop? She's born in 88, so she's 34. Yeah, she's been, she's been doing this since she's like 18, 19, 20. So she got, she got years. What were your thoughts about the halftime show? I'm not going to lie to you. Because, yeah, she's 88. Uh, yeah, so she's 34. Yep. Uh, because she sets... A high bar, and we know what Rihanna is, and we know how great she's been throughout her career. I mean, she was the only musical art, one of the only musical artists on the bronze, uh, you know, congratulatory, celebratory, 38,387 points. So with that being said, JR, because the standard is so high, I thought it was a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, well, what was she supposed to do? She was pregnant. Who cares? Well, see, but I didn't, but, okay, so I didn't know that at the time, though. Okay. I mean, it's not like I go to social media and say, oh, my God, Rihanna's trash. Like, I'm not that kind of person, and Rihanna's not trash. But, like, I think when I looked at it, I was like, I remember thinking, we got Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, 50, uh, you know, Dre, and then we go from that to this? I was like, man, we took a step back this year. Yeah, it didn't hit the quote-unquote excitement factor, but because her records are such big hits, like, for what it is, it was. This is a pregnant woman performing some of the biggest songs that just get played on planet Earth, have been played on planet Earth for the past 15 years. And for what it was, it was. You know, this wasn't, uh, what's that guy's name? The Weeknd. This wasn't Michael Jackson. Well, he wasn't great either. Who? But The Weeknd wasn't great either. No, I'm, I'm talking about from a performance perspective. Gotcha. From a bells and whistles. She was on a moving platform, which I thought was pretty cool. And her songs are absolutely amazing. I went through all of it, and I'm like, okay, it was Rihanna. It was cool. For what it was, it was. And the world will move on. I, I enjoyed it for the fact that she was a pregnant lady on platforms, and she played bangers. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We'll get back to football, talk Rihanna and everything on the other side. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.